0: today on In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag.
1: Some of us would never drink a diet soda or eat, you know, certain foods, but at the same time we'll just allow anything into our minds. And the Apostle Paul is saying, you you better catch that thing first and vet it, examine it, and see if it is obedient to and compatible with the Word of God, the Word of Christ.
0: You're listening to In Spirit and Truth, the radio ministry of Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. is currently teaching through the book of Philippians. Listen today as Pastor J.D. discusses the importance of our thought lives and how it relates to anxiety. If you catch the negative thoughts before they have time to fester in your mind you'll be able to avoid all sorts of worry, fear, and anxiety. In today's message, Pastor J.D. teaches directly from the Scriptures four practical ways to combat worry in your life. Now, be sure to stay with us after today's message to hear how you can get your own copy of today's broadcast. Subscribe to the In Spirit and Truth podcast or download the In Spirit and Truth iPhone or Android mobile app. Now, here's Pastor J.D. in the book of Philippians, chapter 4, with today's edition of In Spirit and Truth.
1: God loves us so much, He doesn't want us to fall prey to the enemy and His attack on the mind, because He knows what it does to us. By the way, that's the way it is with all of God's commands. I think of the Ten Commandments, as one said, they should be seen as the tender commandments. Thou shalt not, because I love you so much, and I don't want you to suffer needlessly at the hands of disobeying my command. It's not so much, don't do this, I command you because I'm God and I said so, No it's more like this. Don't worry because of what worry will do to you. Don't commit adultery because of what adultery will do to you. And you can take that all the way down the list as far as you need to with every single one of God's commands. It's a tender loving Heavenly Father. Who loves us so much, he's trying to spare us of the destruction and the damage that our disobedience brings into our lives. And such is the case with worry. This brings us to the how. It's been said that in order for us to do the what of the Holy Word, we must have the how of the Holy Spirit to empower us. The one that I feel the most sorry for is the Christian who's trying to live the Christian life in the energy of their own strength. The only way to live a holy life is by way of the Holy Spirit who indwells us and empowers us and enables us to live a holy life to live an obedient life. It's the how of the Holy Spirit empowering us to live a holy life. That's where I want to go with this in the remainder of our time together. I want to look at four hows. Four hows as it relates to killing worry before worry kills us. So four hows specific to how it is that we can be victorious over fear, worry, and anxiety. And, by the way, have the peace of God from the God of peace. That's not a play on words. Notice in verse 7, where Paul says the promise is that if we pray about everything, thank God for anything, we'll worry about nothing because the peace of God from the God of peace will guard, set up a guard, a garrison, a protection, a shield about our hearts and minds keeping us in perfect peace. You know, I've been kind of, you don't see it, But sometimes the Holy Spirit, I hate to say this, please don't think of me differently when I do, but sometimes I'll be up here and I'm looking at my notes and the Holy Spirit's going, I want you to say this. And I'm like, Lord, that's not in my notes. (laughs) I I told you not to think of me differently when I shared that with you. I mean, I'm resting with the Holy Spirit. Okay, Lord, okay, Lord, okay. I want you to share with them what happened on Friday. No, I can't. No, but you don't have to be detailed. Just, you know, be a little bit generic. So I wake up Wake up Friday morning. Worry, okay, Lord, <laughs> <Right>. okay. <laughs> Maybe this is for somebody here today. So... By the way, I don't want to know if it's you that this is for, okay? (laughs) Because it's your fault. So on Friday morning, I wake up, and I've just got this sense that, oh my goodness, my mind is full of anxiety, my heart is troubled, I'm anxious, and I'm like, okay, Lord, all right, Lord. And I've, I've got this situation I'm dealing with, I'm praying about, I'm struggling with, and I'm like, okay, Lord. So I just went right to prayer. And when I pray, and this is just the way I'm wired, I have to walk and just talk to the Lord. And then He talks to me through His Word. And as God is my witness, the peace that I experienced was instantaneous. And it freaked me out so much that I actually started going, Lord, Wait, I almost felt like I should still be worried. And it's like the Lord's going, you just got done preaching about this, and you're still going to be preaching on this on Sunday. So what are you doing? I did exactly what I promised I would do. I gave you the peace of God as the God of peace. What is your problem? You know how it is when... You know, we worry because, you know, I lost my job. I, you know, I got laid off and, you know, I'm so worried. And then so you pray and then God gives you peace and then God gives you a job. And then you still worry. What if I lose my job? (laughs) Oh, see, I'm not alone, am I? Isn't that how we are? So here God gives me this peace. And it was like this. It was like, I'm going to take care of this. Don't worry about this situation. Stop worrying. I've got this. Okay, okay, I'll stop worrying. And then all of a sudden, I was just baptized with this peace. And then, minutes later, I start thinking, well, wait a minute. What if, and the Lord's like, hey, what are you doing? What are you I don't know, I'm just so used to worrying. It's like if when I don't worry, it's like foreign to me, and I don't know what to do with myself. I'm so used to worrying. So Lord, Lord's just, I've got this. You'll see. In fact, I want you to right now praise me and thank me in advance. And this was the word he gave me. And again, maybe this is a word for somebody here today. I want you to praise me and thank me on this side of your Red Sea before I part it. Oh, (laughs) because I'm going to part it. But I want you to praise me on this side of the Red Sea. Believe you me. I did not feel like it. I'm like, and at first it was really awkward and I fumbled and I bumbled. It was like, Lord, thank you for what you're going to do. You're going to do it, right? And uh, praise you, Lord. And, you know, you're going to part the Red Sea, right? And so, and then as I began to praise the Lord and thank Him in advance, A peace came over me, and I was so filled with this calm, all of my anxiety, all of my fear. And do you know that that situation was resolved by the afternoon? Yes. There, I shared it. Okay, Lord. Now the problem is I don't have much more time here to go through... The rest of my outline, (laughs) so bear with me. Four hows, four hows. The first one is catch, and it's 2 Corinthians chapter 10 verses 4 through 6. Listen to what the Apostle Paul says. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and, listen very carefully, we take captive every thought to make it obedient to Christ. And we will be ready, this is pretty strong language, to punish Every act of disobedience, once your obedience is complete. What's Paul saying? Catch it first. Don't let it in. You know, some of us are so into our health, we're very careful about what we allow into our bodies. Some of us would never drink a diet soda or eat, you know, certain foods, but at the same time, we'll just allow anything into our minds. And the Apostle Paul is saying, you you better catch that thing first and vet it, examine it, and see if it is obedient to and compatible with the Word of God, the Word of Christ. So here comes this thought, I catch it. And it creates fear in my heart. Stop right there. You cannot come in. Because God's word says that he's not given me a spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind so that I don't freak out or fall apart. No entrance allowed. The first howl. To overcome anxiety is to catch those thoughts before they're allowed to implant in the soil of our minds and sprout and germinate and bear bitter fruit. Here's the second how. Renew. This is a biggie. Romans 12 verse 2, Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed transform. How? How? By the renewing of your mind. It's washing your brain from being brainwashed. You take the thought captive before that thought takes you captive, and you renew and cleanse your mind. You wash your mind before you're brainwashed. I think it was better the first time I said it, so anyway, it was. you get the point. It's a new way of thinking. Do not think on those things. Instead, think on these things, and when you do, your mind will become new. It's a new way of thinking. You know, some of us are so entrenched to this default way of thinking that we manufacture instantly the worst case scenario when something happens. All of a sudden now, I I feel this pain in my chest. I'm going to have a heart attack and die? Is my life insurance updated? (laughs) What am I going to... It's indigestion. Take some toms, man. What's the matter with you? I mean, that's, that, but this is how we think. That's the old way of thinking. Man, I gotta tell you, I have to catch myself all the time. I mean, I'm walking in victory. Please know. But, I mean, this side of heaven, as long as I'm in this fallen flesh, I'm going to struggle with this because of how I think. Number three, this is another passage that God has used in a powerful way in my life over the years. It's in Matthew 6. It's the famous Sermon on the Mount. In verses 19 through 34, let me just kind of give you the gist of what Jesus says. He says, the cure for worry is to transfer everything that you worry about. Let me say it this way, the more we have, the more we have to worry about. So transfer everything that you worry about, all of those treasures that you have here on earth, transfer them to heaven, because where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. And if you will do that, then what happens is you will not worry about what you're going to eat, what you're going to wear, You won't worry about that because your heavenly Father will take care of you. Whenever we go to Israel, we go to the Mount of Beatitudes there, and I always teach from this passage because it is so beautiful, especially certain times of the year, and you can just picture Jesus there on the hillside there on the Sea of Galilee as he points to the birds that are flying in the air. And I can just picture him pointing to them, saying, look at, look at those birds. Do you see them freaking out? Do you see them like building barns and stuffing it with worms so they have enough for next month's rent? So doesn't your Heavenly Father take care of them? Yeah. Well, wait a minute. Aren't you more valuable than those birds? Yeah. I was created in his image. And then I can picture him pointing, and they would have been in bloom at the time, these beautiful flowers there on the hillside. He says, look at these lilies. Do you see how beautiful they are? Even Solomon was not clothed As beautifully and as splendidly as these flowers and here's the thing with these flowers they're here today they're gone tomorrow and yet your heavenly father clothes them so beautifully are you not much more valuable than that flower yeah so then what's your problem So then why are you running around to and fro, freaking out like the pagans? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to do? What am I going to wear? I wore this last week. We open up our closets. I got nothing to wear. Are you kidding me? In verse 33, very famous verse, Jesus says, Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all not most, not some, (laughs) all these things shall be added to you. Therefore, verse 34, do not worry about tomorrow. And I wish he would have stopped there, but he didn't. He says this, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Now for those of you who are like me, and worry, I wish he wouldn't have said, tomorrow will worry about its own things. That means that tomorrow i am got a whole bunch more things I'm going to have to worry about. <laughs> That's not what he's saying. <laughs> Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. In other words, don't worry, I've got this. Lastly, become full circle, the fourth how, practice. Catch, renew, transfer, practice. I am blown away by what Paul says here in verses 8 and 9, our text today. I mean, he tells them, I want you to imitate me. It's not the first time he said it. I want you to see me as an example, what you've learned from me, what you've received from me, what you've heard from me. I want you to put it into practice, because the peace of God, verse 7, will come from the God of peace, verse 9. In other words, they saw Paul as a man who was very calm, no anxiety, no fear, no fear, fearless, fearless, in the face of, well, you know what in the face of. You look at what happened to this man over his ministry. I mean, if there was ever a man who went through so much and had every reason to be full of anxiety, it was the Apostle Paul. He was one who could say this. What's he saying? He's saying, learn from my example and think on whatever is true. This is where the enemy gets me. Again, I'm being very candid. I hope it's not too uncomfortable. This is where the enemy gets me. I will listen to the lies of the enemy and start believing the lie. And then the Holy Spirit has to remind me, wait a minute, that's not true. That's not true. No wonder you're so full of fear. You're listening to, thinking on something that just, it's not true. It's not noble. It's just not right. This is what I mean by, we need to catch the thought. Wait, is that true? Is that true? If it's not true, then I'm not going to waste my time because it's not true. Is that right? Is that right? No, that's, that's wrong. Well, then I'm not going to waste my time thinking about that because it's not right. How about this? It's not pure. Impure thoughts? That's a whole other topic for another time. So I'm going to think on whatever is true, noble, right, pure, and is not what is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, magnificent, admirable, excellent, and praiseworthy. That's what I need to think on. He will keep you in perfect peace, When your mind is stayed on Him.
0: We're so glad you joined us today for Pastor J.D.'s continuing teaching in the book of Philippians. We pray the joy of the Lord fills your heart as you move through the rest of your day. We hope you'll take some time to spend with God today. Here at In Spirit and Truth, we always encourage you to revisit the scriptural text you heard on today's teaching and to learn for yourself what the Lord is saying through His Word. Know that we're praying for you as you lean into your relationship with God, and we'll continue to do so each time we produce a new edition of In Spirit and Truth. Are you in the Kaneohe area? If so, we'd love to have you come be part of our weekly services. Calvary Chapel Kaneohe meets each week to spend time praising the Lord and learning from His Word. Find out more about us and get directions at inspiritandtruthradio.com. You can also hear additional teachings from Pastor JD while you're there or download our mobile app for Apple and Android devices to access these messages anywhere and everywhere. We'd also like to point out Pastor JD's Mideast Prophecy Update. Each Friday and Saturday, Pastor J.D. updates us on where the world is in conjunction with the prophecies in the Bible. He takes the time to comb through the news and tell us how world events line up with God's plan as stated in the Bible. You can view the latest edition of the Mideast Prophecy Update by visiting inspiritandtruthradio.com. Thanks for joining us today for Pastor J.D.'s teaching, and we hope you'll tune in again right here on in spirit and truth
1: right with the